Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good and then a bang in the night and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home and I can tell you, I know how much work it can take. Whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This podcast is sponsored by Ramp. Are you the decision maker in your company? Consider this. For the first time in decades, there's a better option for a corporate card and spend management platform. Meet Ramp, the only corporate card and spend management system designed to help you spend less money so you can make more. Most corporate credit cards offer points as incentives, but those points amount to less than their worth in real cash value. Ramp's business cards offer you cash back, real money in your pocket. Plus, you control who spends what with each vendor. And Ramp software collects and verifies receipts automatically, which means you'll stop wasteful spending and close your books in hours instead of days. Businesses that use Ramp add up to 5% to their bottom line the first year. If you're a decision maker, adding Ramp could be one of the best decisions you've ever made. And now get $250 when you join Ramp for free. Just go to ramp.com slash easy. Ramp.com slash easy. R-A-M-P dot com slash easy. Currents issued by Sutton Bank and Celtic Bank members of DIC terms and conditions apply. Hey, y'all. Welcome back to Making Moves. I am here with two Coachella goers. From the Good Boys podcast. Hey, hey, we are Coachella goers. (laughs) This is Todd and Brett. We're the good boys. We're we're not feeling the best. Yeah, that's why we have our hangover glasses on. (laughs) It's that post-Coachella depression. We were just crying earlier talking about it. Exactly. You know what? I'm excited for the debrief because I personally love a debrief of like a night out. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like after the best when you get home with your like out. with your buddies and you're like, yeah. and then you did this and this person was looking at you and then they totally have a crush on you and you can debrief the whole night. Totally. And then you're like, oh, why did you do that? Talk I didn't about mean to do that. Guy was a crush on you? Yeah, we're like, oh my god, he was looking at you the whole night. <laughs> That's what Brett does too. <laughs> Brett, yeah, I just see Brett. I held this girl's hand and then she like tickled the inside of my palm, <laughs> and that was it. 
I do. When a girl holds my hand, I like. To me, it's like crazier than making out with a girl. I think it's it's really <laughs> it's, nice. It's, it's really so in, intimate. It's really intimate, especially at a festival. Yeah. When, like just like I hate to do the word vibes, but when the vibes are right, and <laughs> a girl grabs it. Like I'm dating Natalie, obviously, but like when a, like when I was single going to Coachella, when a girl grabs your hand, it's like whoa. Because I kept Wait, saying, that, really? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, okay. Let's debrief this. I need to hear more. <laughs> well, it might have been back in the day. I was on Molly. That's why. But okay. You know, like if a girl's on Molly and she holds your hand, there's something like so intimate. About it. <laughs> I'm like whoa. Oh really? Okay. Yeah. Personally, I'm not a drug girly, so I don't, I don't know this feeling. Yeah, Brett was on mushrooms, not Molly. I was on shrooms, not Molly, but there was still this moment like she was on Molly, I was on shrooms, she held my hand, I was like I, I felt Were you like I, are we about to kiss right now? I still have butterflies <laughs> and I haven't talked to her since. See Shut up. And I think it's because she held my hand and he's like everyone's making fun of like, dude, it's just a handhold, but I'm like, there's something so interesting. No, no, I get it. it. I'm not making fun of you for the handhold. I think I think the handhold's great. Okay. <laughs> it's be- handhold's beautiful. I wasn't referring to you, but yeah, thank Especially, you. Especially like under like the like warm Coachella wind. You got like yeah. music over here. Mm-hmm. You're you like music meet, over you're here. going through the crowd, you need to and, hold like, each it's other's just, like, that original touch, it's just like, whoa. Okay. And you think, and so this was a girl that you had a crush on, she held your hand? That gave me a crush on her when she held my hand. Shut up. Are you serious? I, I'm, I'm dead ass. I feel like I'm out here giving free handholds to people. <laughs> You're holding people. And now I'm overthinking it. No, like, fuck, I shouldn't have held his hand. I know, I'm like, God damn, does he think I'm obsessed with him now? I hope he wasn't on Molly. I don't think she was obsessed with me. I'm, a, I'm like thinking about her. Okay. She's rent free in your head right now after holding the hand. Yeah, exactly. Okay, so that's all I gotta do. What's because- her name? <laughs> let's give her let's give her an alias yeah Ta- Tabitha 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 it's kind of hot that's Tabitha she used to be the bartender at our, at our local dive bar back in Huntington really that's a cool name she's Tabitha. Cool. Tabitha what a babe she's living right in Phoenix Tabitha was cool she was just a friend that's okay so, so the handhold and you agree the handhold yeah yeah Definitely. I mean, like, if, yeah, if Brett was on mushrooms and she was on some whatever, I think the handhold's really important. I mean, she could definitely f- have forgotten about the handhold. Okay. But, but when you're so sober, a handhold is just a handhold. Yeah. It's different when you're, like, in that in that environment, I think. Okay. You know? And you got all your wristbands on, touching and stuff. <laughs> you got, like, your 20 wristbands here. The wristband burn. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, fuck. Yeah. And you're, like, dude, like, all of a sudden, like, the group moves and you're, like, having to move through the crowd. Yeah, and, and you like, have to hold each other's And you're, hand. like, yo, we're protecting each other right now because, like, if we lose each other, we lose the group. Oh, yeah. But that's kind of like... hot, too. If you lose a group, you're just, you're just you two. Like, oh. Holding hands still, you know? And then you take her to the Ferris wheel. I purposely make us lose the group. Yeah, yeah. you should have. <laughs> <laughs> we lost them. I don't know what to tell you. How, many, us now. how many steps did you have all weekend? I, Whoa. on Sunday, had 30,000 steps. Jesus. 30, I think it was 32,000. But to keep keep in mind, on Saturday night, I was up till five in the morning. Uh-huh. So we have to count all those steps. Plus the Sunday steps. Over. I think everyone stayed up till like five, six in the morning yeah. each night. How late did you, because I saw y'all at Neon Carnival, yeah, which yeah. should we explain what that is? Yes. Okay, go ahead. Uh, apparently it's like, they call it like the best party in the world. Yeah. Which, I mean, is debatable, obviously. <laughs> but it's like, <laughs> it's like the best party in the world. Um, it's no, crazy, it's, bro. It's the party uh, on Saturday after weekend one, uh, weekend one Saturday Coachella. Yeah. It's the, it's like after, the party. after party. Yeah, yeah. And like tables go from like 10 to 30 grand, mm-hmm. um, which are, <laughs> which is insane. Yeah. Because they're not that great. It's just like a bleacher. Don't you ever wonder like who buys those? Harry Jowsey. Harry Jowsey bought a table. We had it. No. We saw him yesterday. Yeah, he's like, what did he spend? Thirty thousand dollars. Did he spend thirty G? He spent thirty G's, right? Yeah. And he was so bummed. He's like, dude, I definitely should not have done that. <laughs> well, why did he do that? <laughs> 
Wait, what? Who was he trying yeah. to he spent 30 G's yeah, at the table. Yeah, who was he trying to impress? It's fucking, that's crazy. But we didn't buy a table and we had a great time. Yes. And we saw you. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. The, the dance floor is I popping. feel like the dance floor, okay, so I had the table and dance floor experience uh-huh. because one of my friends, rich ass boyfriends bought a table. Mm. And so we went up there, obviously. After I saw y'all. How was the view? And, you know, it was great, but I like being down in the nitty gritty more. The only thing that was epic is the table next to us. Because the tables are intimate. It's normally, like, high-profile people. Uh. Because this is, like, even though there's so many people there, I would say, like, it's an exclusive. Like, a lot of celebrities were there. Yeah. Like, not just influencer people. Like, I kept seeing, like, A-list celebrities that I don't see on on the regular. So, next to us. And, of course, I have my brother there. He's never been to Coachella. He's, like, freaking out. And our my family friend and we're hanging out at this table and literally I'm not kidding you, from me to you was Big Sean and Janae Iko. Oh, that's cool. Damn. We were like, and they were vibing, having the best time. We were like hanging out with them basically, yeah, yeah. and so that was really cool. That's sick. But uh, the overall like dancing was more fun. Yeah. I feel like down in the nitty gritty. The DJ was carrying the night. <laughs> Dude, they Dude, were amazing. He was amazing, yeah. Can we talk was it about... a girl? I think it was a girl. No, it, it was, was a guy. guy. Oh, okay. Can we young. talk about, though, his friend that kept grabbing the mic and gave everyone in the world a shout-out? <laughs> He'd be like, shout-out North Dakota. Yeah. <laughs> shout-out Texas. <laughs> shout-out Paris Hilton. Shout-out Gunna. He's like, everyone, take a shout-out 42 right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. Oh shout-out... He'd be like, shout-out Impulsive Show. Did he? <laughs> yeah, he'd it, like, shouting-out everyone. Fuck, he should have shouted us out. I know. Damn. I mean, he definitely Damn. didn't shout out making moves spot, <laughs> so I don't know what exactly he was doing. But yeah. yeah, did you guys have fun at Neon? Yeah, I think that was, it was like that was that was my highlight of Coachella. One and of then, my favorite nights. For and sure. then I think Swedish House Mafia. Love yeah. Sick. So good. So I only went to the actual festival for for three hours, where I saw Doja Cat and Swedish House, and I think I got my whole experience just then. It was amazing. No way. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Can we talk about how hard it is to like? find your friends but weirdly you just you, see everyone you see, it's like so it's so hard to avoid people but you can't find your friends yeah it's crazy but you see everyone else yeah, yeah, yeah. in the so world I have, it, like everyone in LA's location like I'm fine friends like when I meet someone I'm like share your location with oh me. really I need I, to share mine with you please do and I, I'll, I'll hold on to it for life and <laughs> the only location that was actually updating the only person who I guess had service at the festival was Natalie so I would just keep tracking Natalie to find her it's because creepy. I was like if I can find Natalie I can find everyone <laughs> And that's how that's how I kind of like kept finding you guys at the bar. Yeah, you know like he's saying stairs. Natalie, but I bet it's the girl his hand he held. You think he got her location? Yeah, I bet you yeah, have, I her. Don't have her location. <laughs> you got to get her location. You you're get... Natalie. <laughs> <laughs> you got to get her location. Hey, the hand holding. Did it feel like a high school reunion? Yes. Like you run into everyone it was it, crazy. at this one spot. I'm like, I got to get out of here because everyone just we just stood around the fucking VIP bar. I know. It was crazy. So the the first night. Everyone's like in the VIP bar, the VIP PA, air, VIP area, and so me, myself, Brett Robinson, and our friend Tien, we just yeah. said fuck it, and we took off, and we started running around the whole festival, uh-huh. which probably was another highlight of the festival. It was yeah, it's just so fun it's doing fun that. It's fun once you, know? you get out in the like real. You can crowd. like you can... really breathe. I know. Out there. We went. My friends and I would go to the Do Lab and just. <laughs> Bro, the Do Lab's so fun. So fun. Do, 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 you do. know what did it for me though is like so. Keep in mind, my brother, who you, you guys met. He's there for the first time. Where I'm like, we're going to the Doolab. He has no idea like what this is. I'm like, it's the, the Doolab is this like it's where all the crazies go. Yeah, I'd say like, like the, the hardcore, drug-y, like crazy, like deep 
not like deep house, but like it's like how do you like it's like just hard Rave right, energy. Right, right. Yeah, 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 for sure. So we like go because we like to be stupid in there, and yeah. like there's no one like important there. It's just like we're like having the best time. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? I feel like otherwise you're like kind of your networking game on. You're like trying to be nice to people and whatever, um, in VIP at least. So we go to the do lab, and there's a full group of guys in speedos with elf ears. <laughs> And I'm not kidding you. That's what did it for me. I was like, we gotta move this side. I can't be around those people with elf ears. It was just a oh little like, God. yeah, that's really. <laughs> and they're going crazy. Wait, like, what? I'm not kidding you. There's probably 20 guys with speedos and elf ears. That's so and I was like, am I in a different world? Yeah, that's no. fucking cool. That crowd is so frat, like fraternity. <laughs> yeah, they're like, probably right. Probably Alpha Sig. Yeah, I don't know, I'm just kidding. Out. Yeah, that's really funny. Or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, that's crazy. We should do that next year. It was crazy. My brother's like, "What is going on?" <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, that's a gnarly do lab experience for like the first time. I know. What do you guys think of? Is this your first Coachella or? I would assume I've been not. Since 2015, it's my seventh. Yeah. No way. Yeah, I think so. I think it was my fourth. Yeah. Yeah. What did you think of this one? I thought, I realized my Coachella stamina is not the same. Like oh, after really? like day two, I was like, oh fuck. Like I'm like, I'm feeling this. But yeah. I, I persevered and, you know, carried on. Um, I thought it was great. I mean, it was a fun one coming back to. I didn't think the lineup was the greatest. I'm a big band guy. Oh. And so like my first year, I, there was a bunch of bands that were there. And mm-hmm. I like, I was there, like, I got to the festival like uh, like two o'clock in the yeah. afternoon and just like ran around all day. Um, but this year I barely saw any music. Uh-huh. It was like, just because like there were, weren't as many like acts or like bands at all that I wanted to see, but mm-hmm. it was so fun. You know? I know. And I will say it's also hard because of all the parties and then the it's become such a social yeah. event. That's it's kind of hard say, to when yeah. like it actually if, pay attention to the music. If you camp, if you camp and I've you don't do the, don't do the parties weekend one, it'll be a completely different experience. I can like, imagine. You don't I've give a shit that. about the parties. Yeah. And like you just like, and there's like, if there's like a good lineup, you know, you just go out there and you like go see like everyone you want to see, and you run around. It's so much fun. Yeah, you know, I think that's a real Coachella like experience. I'm sure. I've never camped, but my friends and I like feel like we must missed out on, or we felt like we missed out so much on the music. Yeah. that we're going back tonight for a weekend too. <laughs> oh, no way. Yeah, to just so, watch the music. Well, that's nice. I work in the music business. Uh-huh. I've gone so many times, and usually my experience has been like, this feels like work. So this year, I was having a lot of anxiety where I'm like, I just don't, I can't see myself going to the festival every day, being at all the parties. And I always have had more fun at the parties than the actual festival. So this year, I was like going in, I was like, I'm not going to go to the festival. Uh-huh. I'm just going to go to the parties. So that's kind of what we started to do. I was like, I had so much fun at Revolve. I loved Neon Carnival. We had a lot of fun at the guest house. And then on the last day, I was like, you know what? I, I got to go to the festival. And then Mariah gave me her pass. And I'm glad I did. I'm glad I got to at least go for like three or four hours. And I think next year, I think now knowing how fun our group was and the environment, and like I was like, all right, I think I can. I don't know why I have like these like anxious roadblocks, maybe from like these like having gone for six or seven years. Yeah. Where I'm like, all right, next year I think I can bring it's myself. It's just like a gut feeling you have that you're already like your brain's already trained. Yeah. It's to like, feel like that. Like the last few times I've gone, I just like didn't have as much fun at at the actual Coachella as I had at the parties. So I kind of like See, got I, stubborn about it. But I hear that from a, a lot of people, but I love the festival. I think the I festival's f- way more fun than parties. Yeah, me too. I fucking love being there. Yeah. It's when you get stuck in that VIP section or the artist yes, area, that, that's when people don't like that's it. That's what I'm saying. Yes. You get claustrophobic the in there. The bar. Yeah. Yeah. You're with. And the last few years I've gone, it's been with people who are working the music business who don't actually want to go watch any concerts and we get stuck in the VIP area. So I'm like, I just walked 
30,000 steps today to sit at a bar with the same people I see in LA. Like, it, it why feel, am I here? Dude, 100%. It feels like yeah. you're at a bar in LA. Yes, it does. Like, it's like, yeah. what are we doing? Yes, but everyone in LA you've ever even heard of, yeah. seen, yeah. seen on the yeah. internet, yeah. like at Instagram's asshole is at the bar. <laughs> yes. <in VIP. laughs> Instagram's asshole, yeah. yeah. It's That's like, why I was like, I don't want to fucking do this. But then once I went and like had such a great time yeah, yeah. not being with the music industry, I was like, fuck okay i could see myself doing this next year uh-huh. and not sitting at the bar the whole time yeah right which would be awesome <laughs> also too going with a big group is tough it is because everyone wants to do their separate things yeah and it's like frustrating like when you have to like wait for people yeah that's mm. the worst mm-hmm. see me in the beginning i never had to do that mm. like because i camped for the first th- for the first three years shut up you did first three years first camping three years camped and i can go you can go in and out whenever I'm you so want so impressed yeah it was amazing that's crazy so fun Thank you so much to Apartments.com for sponsoring this episode of Making Moves. Apartments.com believes a dishwasher does more than just clean plates. It turns your whole place into a time machine by turning the time you would have spent washing dishes into extra time for you. That could mean more time to read, more time to knit, or more time to contemplate the vastness of time itself. With Apartments.com, finding somewhere to live with an elusive dishwashing slash time-expanding device is easy. Apartments.com hosts the most rental listings with over 1 million available units. And with comprehensive search tools and instant alerts, you never have to worry about missing out on the perfect place. To find whatever you're searching for and more, visit Apartments.com, the place to find a place. Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good, and then a bang in the night, and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home, and I can tell you... I know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. You want to hear a crazy story about sneaking in? What? Yeah. So, oh, my God. Shout out to Happy Hour and, and guests for having us having us this weekend. Yeah, and, you guys and looked like you, yeah, were, it was, you were accommodated. It was fucking yeah. nuts. But the compound we stayed on, it was like Fort Knox. Oh, uh-huh. my love Because like you had to like, it was fucking crazy. Wait, like, what do you mean Fort Knox? Like we had a gate in the front and there were like, there were like legit, 15 security guards. Like the security? Like the t- the head security guards were like I feel like they were like ex seals, like they for were your for house. our for our for our houses for our compound. They were super cool. Um, it but was like, like a six seven house compound with six bedrooms per house. Yeah. So two there were a bunch of houses. Bunch within. of houses okay. in a cul- in a cul de sac. Sorry. And That's then amazing. There was like two party ha- like one main party house where we had like after parties because 
the front house is like us, we couldn't be loud at all. There's like no noise at all. Copy. And so we had to be quiet. But we had a after party on Sunday and nobody outside the houses could go to that after party because um the weekend and like Sebastian and Grosso were coming and they were bringing a bunch of people, right? Right with like Leo with like Timothy yeah, Chalamet. It was fucking it was crazy. Uh-huh. And so they kept it super tight. And so we had this guest list of like Cody Co and friends uh-huh. who were, were pretty close with and like a bunch of other people. Uh-huh. And so before when we were leaving the festival, I told Cody we we're leaving the festival, but he already started coming towards our house from his place, like a thirty minute Uber ride. Uh-huh. And he was with like 10, 12 people. Oof. We originally had them down for eight people, but that didn't matter because there was supposed to be like, there's no more lists, right? And so Cody gets there and, and everybody, and we're with one of uh, Cody's friends. I'm, I'm pretty close with him. His name's Matt. He's with us. And Cody's like, we just walked up and then we said we're on the list. And they're like, no, you're not. There's no list. And Cody's like, what the fuck, man? Like, he's talking to me. I'm like, Cody, I'm trying to figure this out, man. Like, give me like 20 minutes. We're going to get, try to get you guys in. They're super fucking tight. And he's like, I thought this was David's party. I'm like, no, 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 no. It was never David's party. It was just like the weekend's after party. After I got a set. text about that. Yeah, it was like never David's party at all. And But I guess like people thought it was. And like, we couldn't even get, like, I couldn't get my mom in. Yeah. You know? <laughs> and so, Cody and them... They start to like walk away because like they're like still trying to get in and like the uh, the security guards are being dicks to them. So they walk away around the corner. A bus pulls up next to them, next to them, and they're like, "Hey, you guys trying to get into the party?" They're like, "Yeah, they wouldn't fucking let us in." And he's like, "Well, this pass lets you pass the gate." And they're like, "How much?" He's like, "100." They gave him two hundred bucks for the pass. So they had like their personal driver or whatever, and they didn't. The one person that the security team didn't see was Kelsey, Cody's girlfriend. Yes, love Kelsey. She's amazing. She's no, I know she is the best. Besides Brett. Fiance. Fiance. <laughs> yeah, fiance. Cody's fiance. Yes. Congrats. Yeah. Um, and so they put Kelsey in the front seat and they put the pass up there. Of the bus. Of the bus. You're and then, kidding. And then like almost everyone else hid in their, in their suburban. And so they pull up and they Wait, ask, who was driving? They, they're an Uber driver. Oh. They're a personal driver. Who, who the special pass. Yeah. Who they got from another bus driver. Shut up. Yeah. And so like. And they, this was a random Uber. Mm, that passed him. Yeah, it was like a random bus driver that dropped people off. Dead. Yeah, he Love just like it. helped them out. And so fucking Kelsey's in the front. And I guess they asked her like how many, and Kelsey like turns around. She's like, like mouthing back to them. They're like six, and she's like six, and they're like perfect. And then, <laughs> and then they see the pass. They're like, oh, you have a pass. Why don't you just show us? Go on in. And so then they gave him like six wristbands to enter the party. Huh? And they didn't put the wristbands on. They just had the wristbands all attached oh, to each okay. other, and they held them up. And they like twelve of them walked in the party. They fucking Trojan horsed it. Dude, that's fucking, fucking amazing. They, they Trojan horsed the party of the year. It's insane because me and Matt, like they're like they're yeah. who he was staying with them. We were so bummed out. And like Matt's like, fuck man, I'm just gonna go home. I'm gonna call an Uber. Matt calls an Uber, it's like 20 minutes away. He's like, fuck it, let's go party for 20 minutes, right? Yeah. So Matt and I walk in the party and we see Cody and then we're like, what the fuck? <laughs> what the fuck? It's so sick. That makes so the rad. party so much more fun yeah, when yeah, yeah. you like sneak in. Dude, it was so but the, fucking the insane. The visual of like them hiding, like, like literally like, they Trojan horse this They party. fucking Trojan horsed it and like just <laughs> snuck in like to like the most exclusive-ish party, whatever, I don't know. But yeah. like, it was so funny. Coachella party. You know what yeah. the best part of that is like, Everyone would think it'd be such a breeze for them to get in, yeah. right? Because it's like, yeah. duh, it's like Kelsey, Cody, their whole crew, whatever. And like the fact that we're all still like hiding in the back of a suburban to get in, it's like the best. <laughs> I know. It humbles us a little. I, I know, totally. And I was great. Yeah. And I felt so bad. Like I couldn't get him in right away. Like, like just normally. Yeah. You know, I feel like a piece of shit. But Wait, so was Happy Hour and Guest putting on this party for the weekend? Yeah. So Happy and Hour, Happy Hour and Guest, um, put everything on and then yeah they wanted to have 
a part. We were gonna have a party Friday, but ended up having it Sunday. Sunday. Yeah, it was like week the weekend's party plus happy hour and guess I guess. So fun. Yeah. And how was that? Did you get to meet him? No, because he was Bru- DJing the whole time. He was time. DJing, but it was it was cool. It was yeah. fun. It was funny too because you know Tien. Yes. So he's like Love the Tien. biggest Blackpink fan. Do you know this? Oh really? Oh yeah. He's obsessed with Blackpink, and he, I look at him and he's just like. Jenny from Blackpink is here. And I was like, go talk to her. He's like, I can't, I can't go talk to her. He was tripping out. He was, his dream girl was like literally five feet away from us. That's Jenny, amazing. Awesome. Jenny from Blackpink is here. <laughs> like Tien's like, oh. That's the best. Awesome. I mean, I don't, I feel like when you're in those situations and you're like next to your idol or like someone you would like love, it's yeah. like, what do you say? Totally. You, you, like, you freeze up. Maybe you don't meet your idols. Yeah. You That's know? You don't, yeah. Like, exactly. I, I don't know. Also, like the weekend was DJing this party, but he wasn't using CDJs. He was DJing. Well, he was using his phone, right? DJing off his phone. And at one point, he played the same song on loop four times in a row. And he goes, You guys want to hear this again? And everyone's like, No. And then he <laughs> played it again. And he had a mic playing it off his phone. So he was playing it off his phone on one hand. He had a mic in the other, and he was singing to a song. He was his own song. That he's playing off of his phone. Wait, his own of, song? It was his own song. <laughs> and he's playing it off of his phone while singing to it. What song was it? Do you remember? No, I, I don't think know. I have it. I get, after like 4 a.m. there, it got kind of dark because it was just like Sunday, last day of Coachella. I'm like, you gotta, we got to fucking go home. I don't know how you guys were up that no, late on it was Sunday. nuts. I was up till probably 3 on Sunday. <laughs> you have it? On, yes. Low life. Yeah. Uh-uh. So he played that four times in a row. That's hilarious. Yeah. You know, I heard that during his set. I don't know if this is true because I got it from TikTok. But I heard <laughs> that on his set, that like voicemail recording that he played was like from Bella Hadid. Is that true? I don't know, but I think it's fun to believe. Let's Wait, believe what, what was the voicemail? She was like, hey, like, I'm sorry. I just want to apologize for everything I did, but I just want to say I miss you. Like, let's hang soon or oh, something wow. like that. And then it like went into a song. It was pretty high. Question for you, and I, yeah. I'm not up with like the young T, but <laughs> Sammy Hayes was there, and aren't they best friends with like all of the Weekends ex girlfriends? That's what I thought, but honestly, I'm not that familiar <laughs> with that whole crew. Like personally, just from like. I feel like TikToks I see. Okay. I've heard that she and her and Bella and all them were really good friends. So I don't know. Do you think because aren't they dating now? They're dating. So don't do you? Who's think dating? The Sem- weekend and one of the Semi Hayes girls. Who's Semi Hayes? Like five sisters, the twins. Oh fuck. Um, I don't know, but they. I'm curious because like I've heard that they're dating, but from what I knew, she they were best friends with Bella Hadid and Selena. Yeah, I think that. That's a t- such a tough situation because this world gets really small really mm, quick. It's way too and small. It is. We need to expand. I know. And I know. like go like like a bunch of people just need to move like out of the country, maybe yeah. to like some island. I feel like we just need more like island, diversity but... in regards to like ca- careers, yeah. different types of careers in like the <laughs> it's, circle because it's, it's literally all like the same type of person, which is fine and it's great and it's like I'm here. I'm here for it, but yeah, also yeah, like totally. sometimes I'm like, God, I need a little bit of like I, in my I, life or I, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wake out sometimes. I need like, like a finance doing? dude to talk to, or like you know what I mean, like a random. <laughs> That's why, like, you you stay in touch with your hometown friends, right? Yeah. That's why I love having my hometown friends. Me a lot. too. You know, around. You know, I introduce them to all my friends, like yeah, like our friend He's Armin. The best at having like friends from home who he keeps around for his entire life and introduces them to this friend group, like gives us like such great perspective. Yes, that's how yes, I am that, too. Yeah. I love that. It's so important to me. It's so nice to have. 
Well, like, speaking of your friends, mm-hmm. so right when I got to the festival, I'm like just walking around and someone starts yelling at me and runs up and it was Alicia. Oh, shut up! And like it was one of those moments where we know, now know each other from social media yeah. that we've never met in person. So we had this familiarity with each other and we were both like so excited to be like, oh my God, and, like we know each other, but we've never met. Yeah. And it was awesome. And we were talking about you. So it was, Isn't she I, the best? Yeah. And I'm like, it was because of you. So I appreciate that. It was really <laughs> yeah. fun to like meet her and talk to her. I and, know. I feel like I'm always talking to her about like people I meet. So I've been talking about, I was like, oh my gosh, Brett went to IU and she knows yeah. how obsessed I am with IU. She knows this. A song. Oh, she knows the song. song right? She yeah. hasn't memorized. So yeah, basically, she knew exactly. Who you should have sang it to her when you when you saw her when you saw yeah, her. Yeah, she would have so freaked out. At your birthday party, I knew you were going to be there, and I was trying to get Daniel Weber. He was stuck in Malibu, and he oh. couldn't get an Uber. And I was trying to get him to come to the party to sing "This Is Nana" for you for your birthday. <laughs> Everyone's like, "What's going on?" And I was going to just have him show up, and he was drunk. So he would have just showed, done it, right? like, showed up so sloppy and just started screaming, this is Indiana for both. Just just for the two of your enjoyment. I want him to come to my birthday party When's and sing birthday? it. June 25th. Oh, Soon. we should definitely do that. We should have an Indiana-themed birthday. Indiana-themed birthday. Yeah. I'll get Bryce out here, too. We'll do it. Oh, my God. But they're here right That'd now. That'd be sick. Can we get lunch with them? Yes. All right, I'll text them after this. Wait, Bryce is visiting right now. Speaking of Indiana people, can we talk about your experience with Will Sheehy? Because I I heard, love Will oh Sheehy. God. I you don't even know Will I Sheehy. I fucking is. love Will Sheehy. So <laughs> sexy. He's so, so hot. Will- wait, can I show you a photo? <laughs> He's so hot. Wait, wait, wait. Will you married now? Because this is embarrassing. He's so know. hot. But, so. He is. but if he's not married, Will she hit me oh, the fuck yeah. up? So one of my close friends from IU is married to Steve Kerr's son. And it's just like this. Steve Kerr's son. Okay. Nick. And it's just this weird small world thing. Where and to say who Steve Kerr is for people that Steve don't know. Steve Kerr is the coach of the Golden State Warriors. And he played for the Chicago Bulls. Yes. yes. Won some, won some the last dance team. What fucking the game winning shot. Game six. Game he five. Did, yeah, six. Game, I think game C. Oh, Whatever fuck. it was. Watch the last dance on Netflix. Incredible. It's amazing. It's really good. I love, and I'm, I'm out of all of the teams in the NBA, if I have to pick a team that I love the most, it's Golden the Warriors. Golden State Warriors. I, just, I love Clay. I love Steph. Jordan Poole now is amazing. So I'm. What about Draymond? What? All right, Draymond. Draymond's great too. Oh my god, he's so hot. (laughs) So, so it's just a—it's a funny coincidence. Like one of my good friends from college, Kendall, is now married to Steve's son, and she's a huge fan of our podcast. And she was watching the last episode and saw the clip of you talking about Will. Oh shit! And how hot he is. He's so cute. He's got some fucking biceps on him, man. He's a babe. Damn, good physique. I know. Is he still ball? Or is he he's a coach? Uh, no, he's a coach, I think right? he's like older he now. Is. He was always a lot older than me. What year was this? That's probably, that had to have been 2013. How old is he? Oh, he was a year older than me. He's got, so he's got he's veiny biceps. Now. He's 30. Okay, mm-hmm. so I he's would old. have been like, I think I was like literally in middle school when I was watching oh, him. Oh my God. So, but anyway. and, and, all, and my dad used to tease me. He'd be like, there's Will. <laughs> <laughs> oh my, we gotta meet him. City ball in, in college. Yeah, he, for IU, yeah, and yeah. we have like season I mean, tickets like good. right up. Wait, what close. if he's single? Don't do me like that. <laughs> so anyway, Kendall hits me up and she's like, "I'm watching this episode and I'm dying right now because uh, Will works for Steve now." Shut up. And we just—they're like, we just showed the clip to Steve and his wife, and they think it's the funniest thing ever. <laughs> So then I was like, oh, like I thought that was the funniest thing. So now I'm thinking we all need to go to a Warriors game and try to get you and Will to meet. Nope. I think that's the next step in this. I would cry. But I'll, I'll you, ask Kendall. I'll I like, wouldn't know what to say. I would freeze up. That'd be like meeting my idol. Well, let me, that's <laughs> what I'm saying. Do you meet your crushes or idol? Like, I don't, it's a big decision. Mm, I'm texting I, Kendall right now and asking if Okay, it says he's 30. I'm 24. That's not that bad no, of an age difference. You know the rule? Do you know the rule on dating? No. 
is half your age plus seven for a guy. So if he's 30, half his age Who made that rule is 15. Up? It's just the rule. Leo? It's, no, it's the rule. No, Leo didn't make that rule, rule up. Leo definitely No, he like, doesn't not abide by the <laughs> he rule. He does not abide. He, he would go to jail if that was a so rule. So 22 <laughs> or higher is who he needs to date then, Yeah, right? you're, you're, you're in the yeah, you're fine. Yeah. Now okay. At least 25. You're I'm good, right? in the clear. Yeah. How old are you? 30. Oh, yeah. One. Yeah, oh, fuck. <laughs> forgot. Wait, that's per- that's a good age no, that's range. Because yeah. I feel like girls, girls are mature, more mature. Yeah, yeah. yeah. She, she's definitely almost as mature Wait, as I am. Wait, but is he? I need to know if he's single. I'm asking Kendall right now. Okay, we're asking live. Oh, this is so embarrassing. He's gonna be like, "Who the fork?" What if you guys met on Raya? I feel like he's not on Raya. Yeah, yeah, probably not. You never know. Maybe. Dude, he was so cool in college. He was so cool. Like, dude, that team. I know I talked about it last time, but the team with like Oladipo, Jordy. Yeah. Uh, even like I sent you the picture Yogi with, Pr- with Pritchard. Yes, yeah, 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 yeah. That was Dude, hilarious. I never take. I'm never a fan of taking pictures with people. Even my whole life, I've never been that guy. <laughs> I saw Pritchard outside of, uh, uh, what was it like, um, Village Bur- Deli. No, bl- bl- uh, Bluebird. <laughs> oh yeah, is that was called Bluebird. I, yeah. Iconic. I saw him outside of Bluebird and took a selfie with him, and I still have it. Full. He's married. He's married. He's married. For for me. You gotta find another Woshi. Like, does he have a brother? <laughs> <laughs> does he have brother? Twins, actually. You know what? I'm happy for her. No, she hasn't made. Yeah, she does. I, I'm very jealous, but I'm very happy for her. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, so Steve wants what? What's the deal? Are we going to a game? I think we should go to a game. Yeah, I, I'll ask Kendall. I think we can go to a game. That'd be um, so fun. I think that'd be awesome. That'd be amazing. Yeah. Which game? They're in the playoffs right now. So they're they're. As of right now, they're they're up two zero against Denver, and Denver is down a couple like two of their best players, two out of three of their best players. Who are they missing? Um, well, they've been missing Murray all season. Oh the yeah, ACL tier last year, and then Jamal, Jamal, yeah, yeah, yeah. and who we saw at catch. Yeah, right we after did. We did see Jamal Murray at catch. That was crazy. That was nuts. Do you want to know a crazy story about basketball players and catch? Is my twenty first birthday. I went there with my mom. Uh-huh. And I was like, you know, let me get the hit me cake. Let me get a few shots, whatever. And it was right after, I want to say it was like the ESPYs or like one of those big like sports award shows. And it was when James Harden won like some really big award. So the whole Houston Rockets team went to catch. They were in the bar and they all bought me shots for my 21st birthday. And I was dying. I was like, yes, my mom and I were like, woo! Did you go to the strip club afterwards with James? No, I wish. My my mom and I with James at the strip club. (laughs) You and James and your mom? Yeah, me, J- me, James, my mom. That's fucking. No, he's really. nuts. I love James Harden. Yeah. How, how old was your mom when she had you? I honestly have no idea. Is your mom younger than your dad? Yeah, my mom's ten years younger ten than years my dad. Oh, that's interesting. That's, my mom's fifty-four. My dad's sixty-four. Oh, yeah. and I'm 24. twenty-four. So she was thirty. Yeah. Nice. Which is that's crazy. A, that's a good age. Yeah. Remember the they met at the blackjack table in the Bahamas. Yeah, yeah in the Bahamas, and then yeah. they moved to Indiana, right? Yeah. She's from Canada. Mm-hmm. Your mother? Yeah. So yeah. Wow. For us, like. I think we're both older than our parents were when they had us. My dad was 26. No way. My yeah, parents were 29. Me. Yeah. I'm f- it's so trippy. It's, it's, it is weird to think about. I'm like, when am I going to have kids? Like, I feel like I should. Because my dad, he's he's pretty young. Uh-huh. And he's he does jiu-jitsu. So I'm like, I, I want my dad to be young enough to be able to teach my kid jiu-jitsu. Oh. You know, uh, before he gets all like old and brittle. Because that would be so cool. And they take him surfing, yeah. Wait, so, when do you, like realistically? I think 33. You'll have that's kids. A great age. It's like a great age. And yeah. you're 31. I'm 31. That's really close. Do you want to be married before you have kids? I don't think so. I, so I was just going to really? say this yeah. too. I don't want to be married. I thought it was so much cooler to find like a partner, have a kid first, 
like before you get married. I think I, I'd rather be a young dad than a young be young married. And our totally, friend Jordan yeah. recently had like, he had a baby. Just he's twenty nine. Who is that? Do I know who that is? He, he, from Hubie from Hubie. Oh, he's the CEO yes. of Hubie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. He's amazing. I and love him. So he's he's okay. I just followed him on Instagram. <laughs> he, he's awesome. he's like if he was a social media, if he was an influencer, he'd be the best. Oh, by the way, he, by the way, he you, posts. you two would be the top two influencers you know, like, in the world. You you already are. <laughs> he's he's fucking he's insane. He's so good. Wait, why? What but do you mean? Just because he's like always like posting like interesting shit and like always shouting things out. Like he doesn't give a fuck. Oh yeah, and like that's amazing. No, I, think, I don't. You know? I'll throw up like eighty stories. Like, I don't whatever. Give a Who gives a fuck? Yeah. He's also so supportive of his very friends. Very supportive. Like, any of his yeah. friends like accomplish something. He'll like, post something. Like, yeah. Whether they're twenty or eighty years old. If no, I his, posted in. It. I was wearing a hoobie hat. He uh-huh. posted it like three times. I was like, thanks, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's awesome. He's, no, he's I like, love him. He's like he'll gas you up. He like like. No, he's the best. He's he's amazing, and so he's okay. So I first met him and at one of our shows in Boston. Uh huh. And he's a maniac. He's an amazing person, but he knows how to like. He can party. Okay. Right, and he has a good time, and like he'll like he'll like he'll go to like a club and he'll just like buy a table like randomly, but so this guy's like on, like he's like working hard, he's like we're, playing we're, hard, we're going out playing hard, and then it's so funny he, his his uh, beautiful girlfriend got pregnant, uh-huh. became his beautiful baby, baby. <laughs> <laughs> and she's, so, she's awesome. I know she's amazing too. She's hot. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I, 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 I don't want to say it, but, but <laughs> she's, she's a bang. No, she's great. Um, but then he like it's so funny. Anytime we would do anything, he's like ah. I'm gonna be a dad. I can't. I gotta save some money for some diapers. <laughs> it's, it's so funny because like he like became so responsible as soon as she was pregnant. Oh really? Like, more responsible, I guess. Yeah. And they're not married. They're not married. No. Um. But he's still he's still fun. So like, don't think like just when he comes to L. A. Just because he has a kid, he can't be fun. Oh no, so, he's fun. Yeah. His perception on it, I thought, was like so refreshing because he was like, if I had to choose between spending money on a on a baby and spending money on a wedding, I'd rather spend it on a baby. And I was like, yeah. wow. that's like really refreshing. It's like, cause it's expensive to get married. So why not just wait until you're in a financially stable position and totally. focus on raising your kid? Well, as, getting married is essentially a glorified contract. Yeah. Yeah. How old is Jordan? 29. Same age as He's going to turn 30 in June. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. you're thinking both kids before marriage. Yeah. But would you be opposed to getting married? No, I wouldn't be opposed, but I like, do you want Nat- to get married? Natalie and I are in like the same boat about marriage. Like, oh yeah, eventually. Yeah. But like, I don't want to jump the gun just too soon, you know. I'd re- I like to have the party. Your parents are divorced, right? Yes. And is are Natalie's? Yeah, they were never married. Yeah. So, so do you think both... that makes you have a unique experience, like res- reservation, a unique on perspective on well, it? Todd's also yeah, in a I unique think... position. <laughs> Why? So his parents are amazing, but they're and they're still like best friends. Yeah. yeah, same with my my parents are good friends. Really? So. Yeah, I, I think it's great because it really started happening. So they divorced when I was thirteen, and then my dad had like a three year relationship, um, and like him and my mom didn't get along. Like when I was like in high school, I think that's so hard when and you're then, that young. Yeah, it was. I mean, I was okay with it. I kind of like, I kind of like saw it as like I get to get away with a lot more, <laughs> you know. Okay. And, and so, but then my sister was going to high school, and she was uh, like this crazy soccer athlete and like super uh-huh. busy going like going to like tournaments and stuff so my dad came over a lot more and he would spend the night on the couch just to take her to school and then to soccer and everything cute and then eventually he moved into our bedroom downstairs no way yeah that's crazy yeah yeah so and now they're like they're like best friends so see, see my parents live like five minutes from each other uh, and that so i'm so fun. grateful for that yeah because like if they didn't get along that would drive me bananas right i have friends they're 
their parent will be like, you need to tell your dad this. Like, they won't talk to each other. Yeah. That's, which is crazy. That's insane. Yeah, it's and then that's, that puts the kid in such an uncomfortable, like, totally, yeah. un, like unwanted position. Yeah. It's so sad. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, at one point, you're, like, best friends, and you make a baby together. Uh-huh. Like, you're living together, and then all of a sudden, you can't stand each other. Uh-huh. Like, that's, like... The and you can't w- talk. Yeah. And have a normal conversation. Like, what? I would yeah. never want that. I I used to be so anti-divorce. <laughs> yeah. And after seeing my parents like successfully have a solid happy. relationship. Yeah, a happy and healthy relationship yeah. afterwards and be happier, like moved on. Mm-hmm. It makes me um totally almost have a positive outlook on divorce yeah. now. Like it's better to be happy than to just force, force yourself it. to stay yeah. together. Exactly. I almost think yeah. it's more pressure since like my parents have been together since my mom was 17 and my dad was 18. Oh my gosh. Um, they met welcome week freshman year of college. No way. At, at IU. At IU in, Ooh, in the same dorm that I lived in. So that really screwed me up. Yeah. And um, <laughs> seeing how they've grown so much together and evolved together. and His have, parents are amazing. And like- I want to meet them. inseparable best friends. They, they like- can read each other's minds in a lot of ways. My mom still holds grudges against him on bad dates from like 40 years ago, and it's <laughs> hilarious. Like, to see that, I think it's more pressure. Like, me and my little sister always joke, like, that's harder to live up to and think about oh. marriage when you've seen such a successful one because you don't know any different. And that's like, like, me and Danielle always do joke, or like, man, we thought we were going to find the love of our lives welcome week. And when that when that week went by, it's all been downhill since then. Yeah. And that's that's really tough. So it's it's, inter- it's interesting to always get the different It's always like grass is always greener on the other yeah, side. Absolutely. Yeah, I feel like I have such a pessimistic outlook on marriage because of my parents. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I'm do, like, I do and I don't. It's, yeah. You know. It's I like, don't know. To me, sometimes it's like whatever. I'm like, I'll probably get divorced. I thought it was just so normal for me. Oh yeah. I just like didn't even like think twice about like, whoa, this is so fucked up. Yeah. I'm like, it's like, oh, this is life. The one thing that has kept me sane throughout the 75 hard challenge, and more importantly, has kept me hydrated the most is liquid IV. Y'all, when I tell you, I literally crave liquid IV. Like the lemon lime flavor lives rent-free in my head. First of all, it just always quenches my thirst, but it is perfectly sour and has that tangy taste to it. And it's just so good. Like a nice cold, crisp glass of liquid IV. Oh my gosh. Sounds so good. Whether you hydrate to live or live to hydrate, Liquid IV quenches your thirst faster than water alone with three times the electrolytes of the leading sports drinks, plus eight vitamins and nutrients for everyday wellness, all in a single sugar-free stick. So I actually just taste tested all of the flavors for you guys, the pear, the white peach, the green grape, and the lemon lime. And I have to tell you, I still think lemon lime is my favorite. (laughs) But my second favorite is green grape. And then my third favorite, believe it or not, is pear. I'm actually shocked by how much I like pear. And then in fourth place for me was the white peach. My favorite thing about Liquid IV is how convenient it is, especially because I am always on the go. I am booked and busy, and I'm sure you guys are too. So being able to pack it so easily in a purse or a carry-on or whatever the case is, like my work bag, I always have a liquid IV in there because throughout my day, I get so thirsty and nothing truly satisfies my thirst craving other than a liquid IV. Like it is so good. I literally want to make one right now. And listen, drinking water is great. Like I've been drinking so much water while doing the 75 hard challenge, but one stick of liquid IV in 16 ounces of water hydrates you way better than water alone. And I love it because I feel like it actually revives me. 
And the best part about it is that there's no artificial sweeteners and zero sugar. However you hydrate, grab your Liquid IV Hydration Multiplier sugar-free in bulk nationwide at Costco or get 20% off your first order when you go to liquidiv.com and use code TK at checkout. That's 20% off your first order when you shop better hydration today using promo code TK at liquidiv.com. Hey guys, it's Cheyenne Davis. You may know me from MTV's Teen Mom OG or Think Loud Crew podcast. I'm here with my dad, Papa Floyd, to tell you about our new podcast, Unfiltered Kitchen. The kitchen is the hub of the household for many of us. The one-stop shop for conversations both big and small. Cheyenne and I have been having open conversations about all aspects of life in our kitchen since well before she was able to see over the counter. And now we're inviting you into our own kitchen as a part of the family. Unfiltered Kitchen is a two-way street. I share my advice on cocktails, cooking, parenting, and the lessons I've learned. And I inform my dad what it's like to raise kids today, how generational barriers affect us, and the joys of being a daughter. Well, your daughter. Get ready for a whole lot of unfiltered advice. You can take it or leave it, but you're never going to leave this table feeling hungry for more. Listen to Unfiltered Kitchen wherever you get your podcasts. Wait, I have a question actually for you, Todd, because you and Natalie were friends mm-hmm. before you started dating, right? For yeah. a while? Yep. Like besties or like, I explain this. No, I mean, we we're like, like we're friends, not besties. Yeah. Um, she, I mean, we'd be around each other all the time. Uh, I was probably see her almost every day because David came over and she'd come over. Yeah. Um, and then I don't know when it started kind of like becoming more flirtatious. Like I would text her like very flirty uh-huh. just because I had like this, this giant itch and I'm like, oh, she's like just so beautiful and like cool and like, you know, just like down, like just down to earth sounds so cliche, but just like, but she is mellow and cool and like normal. Mm-hmm. And, um, I always like loved her style. I thought she was just super cute. Um, and then I would start to, I would text her no response. And then I would text her randomly again. I would wait a little bit. And then she maybe like kind of like text, started texting me again and became more flirtatious with both of us. But she started doing it kind of like as a joke, like just like to mess with me yeah. and like mess around. And then, like, the feelings for me became, like, more and more and more. Oh. Like, I want to hang out with her. And, like, and like so, like, the first time we kind of hooked up was outside their old house at the fireplace. Uh-huh. And, like, when she gave me attention for the first time, I was like, holy fuck, this is crazy. Like, oh, my God. Question. Did you, when you met her, did you always have a crush? Or did it kind of develop over time? I think, no, actually, if, when I first met her, I, I thought she was really cute. And I asked Dave that she was single. Okay, so yeah, you always kind of had a crush. Yeah, but she had a boyfriend then. Okay. And then I left it alone, and then, then she moved to L.A. Still just hang. Like, I thought she was uh-huh. cute, obviously, and then um, we were you friends. You girlfriend when her, her and her boyfriend broke up. Yeah, and then I was yeah dating someone when her, and her boyfriend broke up. Left Obviously left it alone, and then just life continued. I broke up, and then she was single, like kind of like perfect time. Copy. You know? Okay. So. Do you think that there's something to the chase you were more attracted to her because she wasn't playing hard to get, she was just hard to get yeah, kind of thing? Definitely at first, that's like kind of like a, an element that drew me in. Because I feel like a lot of girls are like, I have to play it cool. Yeah, And definitely. so I'm, like, I'm speaking on cool. behalf of girls. Yeah. I'm like, do you think it's just like, advice for girls, do you think it's, do you just got to play it, do your thing and like let a man yeah, she, kind of she, chase you? Totally, and she did her thing and like law of attraction. Like she yeah. like, I, like, she drew me in 
And then like, we, we got to know each other more and more and more. And then like it just became like this giant, like huge spark. Which at first, like she like kind of like didn't give me much attention. Uh-huh. And then that definitely drew me in. And then it became really? what it, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. I feel like there's a lot of girl and guy friends yeah. that have always wondered like, ah, oh, like I kind of want to, I like kind of have a crush on them, but I don't want to ruin our friendship. Mm. And there's a big friend group. What are your thoughts on that? Yeah, I think I think people dating when they're friends first, I think that's great. Okay. I think that's I like the best thing awesome. ever. I think because you already kind of like know each other and then you kind of like go into it and like see what's there and like things develop. And I think that's you like- You agree? No, I definitely beautiful. agree. Beautiful. I, like, I think it's difficult though. I think it's actually more important for the girl to act on it if you guys are friends first. I think, yeah, I think so I think too. Wait, what do you mean? So like, I think like if you're meeting a girl for the first time- um, a guy and, will and, and act not, on it, and you're not friends. I think it's more important that the guy is the one who initiates the date, um, slides into the DM, interesting, like initiates this this courting process. But if you're already really good friends and um, there's tension or feelings start to arise, I think it's more important that the girl steps up and addresses it than the guy because it's. I think there's this like preconceived notion that a, like guys. Just want to hook up. Guys just want to hook up or it's too hard for a girl to be able to have friends who are guys. So if there's an f- emotion there, I think it's more important that the girl steps up. Also, oh, that's oh, interesting. When you're in a friend group um, and like you start to develop, to develop feelings for each other. Yeah. Because then like you're like thinking like, oh shit, like we do this and it doesn't work out. And we run some sort of like inner friendship circle or people are going to judge us. Mm-hmm. And so for a while we snuck around for like the longest time. Well, I, Shut up. Yeah. I remember that there was like a joke going around that, and there was like a handful of guys that were going to be on this. I think it was like uh, Ilya and Je- Like this bachelor Jeff. thing? They were going to do like a bachelor style TV show. It was going to be like, yeah, me, Jason, Ilya. Wait, like, um, like we're going to like film it ourselves. That's hilarious. And, and, you should do that. Well, not your channel. I oh, and have some, I have Brett as a bachelor. Yeah, but like you yeah, should, and you amazing. could be the host. Be bachelor. That'd be sick. But, and you so, have people rotate. Me and David so, Alvarez is the host. Sorry, go ahead. No, it was great. But we, I remember we were actually outside of that. I don't want to say whose house it was, but we were outside that big mansion uh-huh. up on, in the hills, and we we're all sitting outside, and they were everyone was talking about this TV show, and like people were like, "Who do you think would win if we actually did this?" And we we're all like joking about it, and Todd pulls me aside and whispers, "He goes, I kissed her last night." <laughs> And this is mu- like months before anyone else knew. And I was like, oh, my God. And you're like, I've had a crush on her for the longest time. And you were just like so giddy. And I think that was I was maybe one of the first people to hear about it. Yeah. And I was like, oh, my God. And then like going back to like the group of friends and everyone's like, yes, yeah, so who do you think would win? And then like <laughs> I have this like information. I was you're like, like, oh, my God. Yeah, that's funny. Um, I forgot about that. So I don't know. When do you think that was? I don't, 2019 sometime, right? Probably in the, at the end of 2000. No, beginning of 2020. No, it was but before. Before COVID? Oh. It was before. It was way before because COVID. Because we came back from tour end of 2019 and like I had already like had this idea in my head. I wanted to write Natalina. Yeah. Because it was. Iconic so- song. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> it was someone's birthday. We went to Big Bear and Natalie had this phone case that said Natalina on it. And I'm like, I'm like kind of like a little buzz. I'm like, oh, let's trade cases, huh? And she's like, okay, here you go. And then so I had Natalina on the back of my phone for like months. Cute. Yeah. yeah. And then that's where, we, and then Brett, I've told this story so many times, sorry. Brett helped me uh, get Natalina together and then it became the track. That's yeah. crazy. And yeah. then it like, it went bananas, right? Yeah. It was, it was, the timing was insane because David did the whole billboard ride, like my drunk text and yeah. like Natalina. That was and the, they, one, that's one of my favorite vlogs. It's the great. The billboard one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To like have a billboard for... A, of your drunk of text. A, of a, a, for a, a debut release. Yeah, it was, the timing was like, that's when I was like, wow. 
like the universe is really like on our and my You're side. You're like, I must be living Like right. this is fucking nuts. I'm about to date Natalie. Like I can feel it. We're going on a date. Went yeah. to the King's Ducks game. I had this like amazing song out. The song bangs. This vlog is crazy good. And like, wow, this is like fucking life. And then COVID happened. Oh, <laughs> but you know, COVID you know, but probably brought you guys closer. closer. Oh, for sure. Yeah. You guys were kind of just forced think, to be together all the time. Yeah, too. And she was, her and David were really busy like that beginning of that yeah. year so i think covid definitely helped our relationship grow more i'm and more, sure so which was nice that's yeah. crazy yeah. i i that is the most iconic like having your drunk text on a I billboard know. hilarious <laughs> i was so stupid too because like i knew what i was doing and i would do it just to, like get her attention and like to like reverse that on me and just slap me in the like a nice slap it was like wow that was touche like, was was she was like totally playing a, a character because yeah she would act like she wasn't interested oh she had no idea and i would see these texts she was like that she, in was it. she was back in like dude Never. she was crazier than he was right on these texts and she like exposes him on this billboard she, and then when she finally got exposed i, I was like thank I god i exposed her in the video i'm like what the fuck she like literally asked me to cuddle <laughs> and like David pans the camera to her and she's like what <laughs> I was like yo You're right yeah, yeah, yeah. She's acting like she's so innocent I'm like dude and I'm getting You're... all this shit like I'm just hitting her up I'm the only one I'm like no 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 we no, haven't no. talked about this part I yet. know yeah yeah you're right that's hilarious yeah. so I mean yeah I think that's when like life I mean life's great right now but like that's when I really like just manifestation and just like oh, like, oh like, I don't like not to like go on about the universe but I think it really like it it, it feels you and you feel it, you know, and like we've been really big in the like positive energy. And yeah, the me too. Yeah. Lately. Let's talk about it. Yes. So are you at that time? Were you doing that way more than you are? Like, I guess now? Yeah. No, I, I started doing that like a few years ago before Scott and I went on tour and then that we went on tour and then like uh, I manifest like Natalie and just believe in myself and believe in it. And like, what do you just mean picture, you manifested like, Natalie? <laughs> manifested like dating her. Wait, OK. Walk <laughs> like, me through this. What, what would you do? So like I would like just picture in my head like I'm gonna like I'm gonna like she's in like we're gonna be together. So would you write like, it down? Yeah. I okay. Like, on yeah. a journal. A journal. Yeah. Okay. And what do you write? I would just talk about my day and then like uh, talking to Natalie and like I feel like we'll we can like we'd, we'd be a great match and like and like I would just like you know I would be like pretty persistent with her at the same time and like you know just chat with her like as a normal friend and then like just like things started to move move move. Would like, you, you know. write it like because some people would be like I am dating Will she? So, <laughs> or, I know, or, so or they'll be like I want but I heard it's better to do I, it in like I, present Yeah tense. I am. So you do. I, I didn't do that. I journal right now. <laughs> you know, I journal on a yellow line paper but then I have I just recently got and then I would try to manifest on, on that as well in the journal but recently I got a, like a actual manifestation book where you, I guess you don't journal and you just say you're like what you want, like what you're going to be doing. Oh, whoa. So I would just like talk about it and like think about it and picture it in my head. You and, so and like, Natalie. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Bitches are going to like hear this and be like, like I am dating <laughs> Matthew McConaughey. <laughs> you just got to believe in yourself yeah. because your body doesn't know what's going on. If you can like, if you get your body to believe and like, you know, there's something to it. Yeah. It's, it's fucking crazy shit. I keep telling people, you gotta like, I think Supernatural by Joe Dispenza is like, it's like eye opening. I just and wrote like, down really, some things that I want to happen. What'd you, what'd you write times. down? For, I don't, it's, is it like a wish like on a birthday where if you no. tell people then it won't come true? No, no I don't want to talk about but it. But okay. we were talking about it with Harry yesterday where you should let people okay. know about it once it becomes true. Yeah. He said, don't talk about it. Cause it, it could happens. be, it just oh, develops, really? it develops uh, bad, bad energy with like what you're kind of like I haven't heard that you know, I know he's huge on manifestation and yeah, stuff yeah, yeah. yeah I'm not gonna talk about it until it happens okay I'll, well, I'll let you know 
Period. That's interesting. Period. What about what about if you um people like for instance you had Natalie in mind? What if you don't have someone in mind? Do you like write like I want six foot or so, like you know what I mean? Like yeah, do you yeah, write yeah. like I don't think I would do that because in that sense I think like before Natalie I was just like living life in like a different way where just like I would just go out hang out with my friends do my work and just have fun and like whatever happened happened like whatever yeah. came at me like I, I really like believe like when you're not like looking f- for that's when someone stuff comes. that's when yeah totally things come agree. and so I think that's like really important just to like you know and obviously yeah. you grow as like you grow as a human like that too and like yeah. I think people are attracted to like like say like you're like doing that like being you're on your own you're you're happy you're enjoying life I think people are really attracted to that totally right? agree. So, like, you also said something not to go full circle but you said it about 40 minutes ago and it you said something in a in a way that I've wanted to like I've, I've been trying to think of the right way to say it and that's that like you kind of said this to Ty like you need to start treating YouTube again like you're just starting oh, yeah and not to go full circle but I think yeah. one of the things that you've been trying we've been talking a lot about is like these next phases of your career and you know we've been talking about the manifestation of it but a lot of it is like you know um Okay, you remember like when you started high school as a freshman, you felt so small, yeah, like, and nervous, and the seniors seemed so much older. And then by the time you were a senior, you were the shit. But then you go to college, and all of a sudden you're a freshman Restart. again, and it starts right over. That's so true. And I think like, but that doesn't. But you've grown so much from now. You're a college kid, and not but before you were a high school kid. And I think it's this. You're in a similar stage where it's like these last four years of your career as a YouTuber and an influencer. It's like. You went from freshman to senior. You got to the top, and now as you enter this next phase and you evolve, you might have to start as a freshman again. And that's really hard to put yourself in that mindset. Mm-hmm. But it's time to kind of elevate yourself to that next level, but be open to starting over. And I think that's like really wow, that's great really that you good, right? Yeah. And I think that's something that maybe as you manifest and think about and be like, what's this next phase? Like, be okay to start at the start at square one again. I love that because you've learned so much since then. No, so. totally. Last few questions for y'all. Um, I guess I want to ask both of you, because it's called Making Moves, what advice would you have? Because I know you didn't move far, but you moved very far mm-hmm. across the country to you know, come move here. What advice do you have some, to someone that wants to make it big in the entertainment world or make it big in L.A. and they have no connections and they just moved here? I think it's this idea that um, you need to kind of stay naive in the beginning. Ooh, that's cool. So I was actually talking about this with someone the other day, like, when I first moved to LA, I just was so excited about every all the new experiences that I didn't realize how hard things were gonna be. Mm-mm. Like I was paying like three hundred dollars a month to sleep on someone's couch, mm-hmm. and I was so happy just to be, to have a job at Atlantic, to be around new people, to be finally be in LA. That that didn't matter to me. And you know, as you grow and evolve too, you those you know you, you get to become more and more comfortable, but. I don't know. I just always would try to be like, you know, L.A. can try to change you. But if you just continue to stay true to yourself, too, which sounds so cliche, but like. But it's what makes you stand uh, out. Yeah. Like, honestly, people will gravitate way more towards you if you appreciate where you like appreciate who you are, stay naive and then continue to just like put yourself in a position to be like, all right, I'm going to I'm going to go out every night, be open minded to meeting new people, um, take those experiences with what they are and where they go like. If I didn't show up to Dave and Buster's randomly one night three and a half years ago, I wouldn't have met Wolfie Cindy and she wouldn't have taken me to, you know, Saddle Ranch two months later and I wouldn't have met Todd there 
and Natalie and, and, and Zane and all of them. And that wouldn't have led to a year and a half after that, that when COVID hit, that became my friend group. But it's like, you can trace all of these moments back to these weird experiences where you're like, if I wasn't just open-minded that one night or just willing to have, be surround myself with interesting people or try new things like, you know, these paths would have never opened up. Totally. And I think you create your own luck as well when it comes to that. That's, so that I love advice. that, creating your own luck. I yeah. think that's so true. Like, when you move here, I always tell people to be a yes man. Like, just mm-hmm. say yes to everything. Because you just never know. You never know. What room you might end up in mm-hmm. or who you might meet. I think that's so true. Um, yeah. Do you have anything to say? I was going to say that? on that, like, I think each night that, like, or each day that you kind of like go get into trouble or you do whatever, like you kind of treat it like as like you're a kid and you're and you have the mom that tells you to get outside and play with these kids and like get your knees dirty, get in trouble, yeah. like you know, climb a tree. Oh, that's whatever. so true. And, and like, it's cute. And like I had, I really it kind of like hit me this weekend. I was with my her, my buddy Matt, who I mentioned earlier, and he was with a different friend group at Coachella, and we met up. I told him our phones, like we had no service. His phone was dying. And I'm like, I'm by the handicap sign, like on main stage. And he's like, he, he texted me, didn't go through. He calls me. He's like, I'm here, but I can't hear you. And I found him and we were kind of like together. Like he was like with our group for like the rest of the night. And then he stayed with us. And then we met up again like the next day, but he kept going. He's like a very positive person. And yeah. he was just saying like, and I was like, I was like, oh, what if this happens? This happens. And like, blah, blah, blah should we do this? He's like, bro, like. Whatever we do, it's going to be like what we're supposed to do. Like, just go with the flow. Like, who cares, man? If I didn't like, you know, meet up with you this, then I wouldn't have seen Swedish House Mafia. It wouldn't yeah. have been like the best night of my life. Or I wouldn't have been able to do this. And I'm like, damn, like his perspective and outlook on like the a crazy weekend in life kind of like changed my perspective, which has been like the same, but it really kind of like enabled it again. And so on that, I just think like, and like bringing up the fucking universe again, I just think it's really important. Just like, you know, like, just do a bunch of things like I, be a yes man like you said like you know like try to like stay positive and like enjoy like the little things and the big things mm-hmm. you know and then for me like I didn't move very far so I'm lucky I had a family like an hour away mm-hmm. which but which made it really nice um, but yeah I just think like trying to like you know like just continue to like stay in that like positive energy because I know once it gets like negative then your life's fucked like yeah. for, for like that time being so you know, true like, nothing, nothing positive comes out of being negative mm-hmm. absolutely you know so it's like yeah but we talk about that a lot. And I think another thing too, like, um, that I try to tell people and it, and okay. So for example, like I'll speak to, um, every semester I'll go speak to like different songwriting classes or, you know, aspiring artists, uh, who are in college or whatever. And I'll go speak to these students. And I know walking in that all of them are, you know, when it comes to music, they're more talented than, than me than I'll ever be able to be. Um, because I could have never gotten into music school for for music. So I started to kind of think about like what has made me successful in music um, so I can kind of pinpoint like the advice that I can give them. But I actually think this works for anybody who's thinking about moving to L.A. And it's like they always ask me, like, what do you look for when you want to work with an artist or a songwriter? And I kind of broke it down to three things. And number one is more importantly than anything, do you have self-awareness? Do you have the self-awareness and know what you're great at to network, to build relationships, to understand like when things are becoming difficult, how to how to step up? Um, that is it, so true. There's so many things about that self-awareness plays into that you just need to have. Number two is work ethic because you could have all the self-awareness in the world, but if you don't work just as hard, if not harder than everybody else, that self-awareness is kind of going to waste. And then number three, 
after those two things is talent. It's like, okay, well, you could have all the self-awareness in the world to, you know, like we said, increase your probability of success, all of those things. You could have all the work ethic to put yourself every day in the best position to be successful. But if you're not talented, That's you so might true. find yourself in a position where you get lucky, but it's going to be a lot more difficult to sustain it. So you also have to have talent. Also think you need to find like a core group of friends, which is tough out here. Yeah. So I was lucky enough that I, I came out here with like my best friend from high school. Yeah. So I think it's really important to have people around you that are, you know, solid, you know, a good group of friends. Like you said before, like it's like you are who you surround yourself with. Yeah. Do right? you think there's something like how do you know who's a good person like to keep around? How do you spot the bad ones? Ooh, I mean, it just depends on your judge of character. Like I just guess, trusting like, your inti- instincts? Yeah, tr- yeah, trusting your instincts and then hanging out with them long enough. Because if you do hang out with someone long enough, they're going to really show their true colors, yeah. I guess, right? You know? I think LA, though, it's hard because people are good at scheming a little. Yeah. Mm. More than that. Kinda, yeah. More, more than anyone else. you got to find those Midwesterners. <laughs> I, like, I think Todd has one of the best guts on people of anyone yeah, I know. Yeah, you keep saying that. And I, I like to think, too, that like I get a really good gut feeling from someone when I meet them. But you could... There's so many crazy people out here. There's so many different types of people. Like, at the end of the day, it it's never going to be like. You, there's no there's no one who's perfect at being able to figure out what someone's true motives are, who they are. And I think you just got to put at least a little bit of trust and faith into the universe. Um, try to hope that you're surrounding yourself with great people. Trust your friends on their opinions of people, and and then just continue to move forward. You know. And it's like at the end of the day, like as long as you have a few friends who you know that they're going to stick around. You can test out these new people yeah. and, and hope that, you know, sometimes like someone's meant to be in your life too for who, for the lessons they teach you or who they introduce you to. And yeah. Or for um, a season. And that's really important. Yeah. He's in friends. A season. Yeah. Um, one of my favorite questions that I've been like asking a lot of people lately, cause my friends and I were having a deep talk and I don't know why we were playing that. Have you ever played? We're not really strangers. The game. I mm-hmm. love that game. Oh my God. It's so fun. It's great. Um, you should play it with Natalie. It's a good one. Oh, I yeah? broke up with a girl once because we played that game and it made me realize I didn't like her. Okay, maybe don't. <laughs> no, no. You, they've been together long enough. Y'all this would is, vibe with it. It's was, very, it gets yeah. you like into like a deep like yeah. conversation. But one of the questions is, or we thought of this one, it wasn't on a card, but it was who exceeds your expectations in life? Who's someone? Who exceeds? Mine mm. immediately, I think of Alicia. Alicia? Like, I feel like she constantly is exceeding my expectations. Like in a work setting, in a friend aspect, as a family member, like to, to her family. Yeah. Um, just to other people she doesn't know. Like she exceeds my expectations always. Yeah, I'm not going to explain everyone, but I yeah. do have a few people that exceed my expectations. Brett being one of them, always on a Zoom. Um, <laughs> Wait, what do you mean? <laughs> He's always busy. Oh, and yeah. Just, like, okay. And like as a friend too, you know? He works really hard. Yeah. Um, Jason, uh, definitely Natalie, because Natalie handles two two um, two careers. Yeah. With you know David and herself. I mean, everyone that I know, like in my close friend circles, like everyone works their ass off, and they're uh-huh. so like they're great people. You know, like Ilya, Zane, he, yeah. Mariah, and so I think I'm very blessed to like be surrounded by these people as like actual friends, mm-hmm. and they also like you know bring me up, and I think all boats rise with the tide. Totally, you know, so and like you're, you and your friends, friends, yeah. and like we're friends. Like now, these friendships are colliding a little uh-huh. bit. You know, so I think I think it's great, and a lot of people exceed my expectations. Yeah, it's, it's cool. I've really enjoyed having like I I'm so grateful for my initial tight friend group but it's so cool seeing other like being able to hang out with you guys and being like whoa they do that a different way and it works so well for them like let me try that and like giving each other advice and stuff that's been so fun and um 
having a fresh perspective in that regard, like seeing like what works for you guys, trying that, giving what works for us to you guys. It's it's cool. Yeah. Who would yeah. you say for you? I mean, I, I can. I'm trying to think of a few people, and you know, there's you know, I have so many different parts of my life that some people from different parts of my life exceed. Obviously, Todd. You know, we work so well together, um, and he's just. I'm like I really I always say this too like I admire his his loyalty a lot uh-huh. um, and I think that's such an important quality. Um, lately, I've been so blown away by by Jason. Uh-huh. Um, I think he has he, two kids. He has two kids. And it's crazy and a, and a fucking maniac dog. Maniac dog. But he's, he's he just, you know he's constantly. It just seems like he's constantly just going through so much, and then he rises to the occasion and exceeds my expectations. I would just and, be like, "Fuck it, let's go!" And continues to be such a great person through like really difficult times and that's I think it tr- tr- shows his character a lot um trying to think of who else like uh I don't know my, my dad for example has been going through a lot like all th- his both his parents and his brother who's not married all have dementia and Alzheimer's right now oh my gosh and that's, that's the only family he has yeah and I can't imagine how difficult that is for him right now to like go through that and I'm watching him try to like like even on the car right here I know this is like TMI, but he was like seeing both his parents and his brother all have this. He's like, you know, if I ever get this, like, you oh know, he's like, starting, his, his mind's going to that place. I'm like, dad, just don't think about that. But then going through that and then stepping up and being like the support system for and his parents are not together. So it's like he has to be separate and they all live in their own little yeah. bubbles to be the, the caregiver for three different people. I can't imagine how difficult it is. And he's, he's done such a great job. And then also, you know, my mom as his support system has had to step up yeah. and she's exceeded a lot of expectations there. So I think, you know, on a personal level and like family level, I think that that's, that's real. I, I'm looking at that. And as I grow and move into my late twenties, early thirties, I'm like, those are things that you don't think about as a little kid of how important no. they are. And and that's a r- impressive quality trait that they, they both have there. So Absolutely. That's a great that. example. I feel like it's an interesting question because there's a lot of people in my life that meet my expectations or don't meet them. Yeah. Um, but it's rare when someone exceeds them because I have high right. expectations. Me too. <laughs> so I think it's cool to know like, oh, they exceeded my expectations time and time again. Question mm-hmm. for you though. Do you ever love a quality trait about somebody but then – that quality trait also becomes like a negative and ne- like not a negative, but becomes like almost like Achilles heel. That's a great question. I think a lot of, t- I'm thinking of a lot of friends I have that are like, I love how they are so unapologetically themselves, like crazy, like mm. don't give a fork about what anyone says, thinks, does. Right. But sometimes I'm like, no, you should give a fork right now. And yeah. like calm down a little or whatever. You know what I mean? Like, oh, yeah, yeah. like this is thing. not the time to be doing that, right? I'm yeah. thinking of that. And that's a perfect example of like something you love about somebody. But then at a certain point, you're like those positive quality traits you appreciate or love about somebody sometimes become their <laughs> their crux. I mean, sometimes our biggest, um, our craziest things about us are our also biggest our, biggest, yeah, mm-hmm. our biggest strengths and our biggest wins are our biggest, biggest weaknesses as well. Yeah. Okay, last question I have is what are you guys both doing to make moves right now, whether it's professionally, personally? We actually talked about this with Harry on our podcast, uh-huh. um, and I was kind of going in the details on this, but for years, so I've been in the music business since I was 15. I started working at Atlantic Records at 18. I started working with songwriters and producers at 22. It's crazy. And I've always kind of throughout that process seen like the music industry as something of like a clusterfuck. Uh-huh. And I always like as I especially as I started working with songwriters started to think about like how could I help clean up somewhat of this mess 
and and use technology to put this industry in, into the future. And again, like I, I would journal and I would write, create like make notes and I would like look up wireframes of other like technologies and be like, how can I use like AI, um, fintech type technology, whatever to, to fix a business like the one I'm in. And I would always like talk about it and tell people all these ideas I had and people would be like, yeah, that's a great idea. But it wasn't until in the last year that I um, was like, all right, enough is enough. I'm not going to keep talking about it. I'm actually going to execute on this where I started to raise money, you know, build wireframes, oh, create wow. a business plan. Um, by August, I actually had the entire like architecture of what I wanted this technology to be. Um, by December, uh, I had raised a little money. And by January, I had multiple engineers building it. And oh, my gosh. Five months in, I have like a team of like five or six people building this platform technology that I think could actually disrupt the music publishing business in a way that I've always talked about. Um, and it's getting to the point where by this summer, I think I'm ready to be put in a position or by early fall where it's like I can actually start putting the product out there and, and helping these songwriters and music publishers that are my peers who have maybe not even known what I've been up to for the last couple of years where they're maybe like, oh, like, that's really awesome. You're doing a podcast or you're, you're, oh, you're still managing so-and-so. Like, that's great. But I'm like, no, like, I've actually taken a lot off my plate to put myself in this better position where it's like, you know, I'm working with engineers in Turkey and India, waking up at 6 a.m. on wow. Zooms. And then by the time, like, all my friends are waking up at, like, 10 or 11, Todd's usually up at 6 a.m., but everybody else, um, you know, I've already gotten a whole day of work done worth, like, working on this platform. And I, I'm excited to see where that goes because I almost feel like that analogy of, like, starting over um, – I'm a freshman again, yeah. and I'm learning comp two completely new industries. And one is like the tech tech industry itself of actually speaking like the language of building a technology, and then the VC world of like learning how to understand that whole industry. And it's like they kind of go hand in hand, but they're completely different. And being able to kind of be like completely this new person in this new world, learning these new languages as I'm trying to disrupt an industry that I've been in for more than half my life is is really cool and exciting That's for me. awesome. So I'm excited about that. I'm really excited to watch what happens. Go, I'm really excited for you. Go Thank songwriters. You. Yeah. yeah. So I have this tech platform. I'm just kidding. I don't have, I don't have, <laughs> I don't have a tech platform. Um, honestly, the 31 now, and I just think it's just kind of like getting my life together, but not necessarily like my career, but my career too, but just like, me as a person, uh -huh. you know, I, each year I think I'm like, oh, I kind of like discovered myself. Like, like 27, 28, I figured like, I'm like, oh, I, I'm like this, you know? Oh, really? You don't, you don't feel like you found yourself but, until then? Yes. But then 30, like, I kind of like, kind of like, not reverted, but kind of like got twisted up mm -hmm. uh, mentally for like, like a little bit. And then now I feel like I'm like, kind of like, you know, starting over a little bit and like getting like my wheels. Like, I don't want to spin my wheels. At all, you know, Got I want to get some traction and like just continue to grow. I was driving to our podcast the other day. And I was like, really, like, I mean, I need to like continue to grow and like also like, you know, I think life's about like helping other people and like being obviously being a good person. Like that's like obviously an obvious thing, but like to like put that to like full force, to actually so actually cool. do it and like just like be a good person and like a human that people enjoy. I guess like, you know, you want to like enjoy being around someone, yeah, that, that you're friends with. You know, like I don't know, just like. Continue, like, obviously, like, I want to, like, keep creating and, like, try to, like, to be, like, 
this artist that like you know I'm kind of confused sometimes of like what kind of artist I am but yeah. I, I like like continue like to make stuff and like kind of like just you know be a good person I guess mm-hmm. it's yeah. also crazy how much I always go back to my relationship with Alicia but it's crazy how much you know she helped me and it was like mm-hmm. life changing for me yeah, but yeah. she would say I helped her totally, too yeah. and it's crazy how much like maybe a fresh perspective someone that's new to this industry can give you yeah um and i, I think that is really cool totally i could so see you like mentoring some younger people yeah, getting into this totally. and like i think perspective yeah. fresh perspective is always important and then also too like i continue like i think i forgot who said it. i think it was tyler cameron from the bachelor he like mentioned like just like i see i know right what like, an so, inspirational so random guy. but like he like mentioned like just like seeing um i think his uh, seeing his his parents and family more and like i really want to see like my like my whole family and like my parents totally agree a lot more which i do see my parents a lot but i just want to see like maybe like just like exercise that just more and more and more yeah. so but yeah life is so short i know you never know but, Todd, you said something the other day that i love where you were like I just want my life and career to be like the stock market where you might like if you look at it by day by day you might see this by month you yeah. might see this but like over years sorry I'm not as close to the mic but over years it's like kind of continues like, wow. to go like, like a roller like you're like about to ride a roller coaster you know? yeah and I, I thought that was like a really good perspective to have on your own life and career and personal life whatever it is to be like you know, it might be like it might feel like this one day and one, the next day, but like over time, it's actually that's like amazing. This. Yeah, you need the. It's a great analogy. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Thank also, you. I just have to say, I'm envious of you. Your your parents only live an hour away. Yeah, I'm very right? lucky. Yeah. I would eat that shit up. I know, yeah. My parents lived an hour away. I know. So it's spend great. Spend time with them. I know. I am. Yeah, it's, it's you're the doing best. A good job at that. Yeah, yeah, right. I've heard you're good at that, so I'm not. I'm not trying to hear the lecture, <laughs> no, no. but I'm just like I'm jealous. Aren't you? <laughs> I jealous? am. Like, the other day, or it's now it's not the other day anymore, but like. Oh, a few months ago, he's like, "Let's go surfing down in um, in a new where was it? Huntington. 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 And we're like chilling on the beach, and then his dad just walks up and oh. he's like, like waving to him as he's surfing. And I'm like, "That's just so cool that he can just like go take a day to go surfing, and uh-huh. his dad can just watch him do that from the beach. Like that's that's a luxury that you have. Yeah, that is awesome. so cool. Yeah, Even family that. friends or like people yeah. you grew up with. It's so nice to. See. There's something about someone who knew you when you were young, and like have. Had, it's crazy when they watch you grow up. They're like, I knew you. You're exactly where you need yeah. to be. They're like, and <laughs> right? I know. It's the I best. knew how you were. You know what I mean? So that's cool. It's a nice feeling. Anyway, thanks you guys so much for coming on. Thanks this for was so having fun. us. This is amazing. Yeah, go watch I my podcast this. on their, or my yeah. episode on their podcast. It was great. You're good, boys. Where can everyone find you? Pimp yourself out. Find me somewhere at Todd Eric. Or Toddy Smithy, I'm not sure. Okay, perfect. But yeah, the good boys. Follow the good boys. Follow the good boys. Good boys. Like and, and what's yours? Instagram? Brady Bass. Brady Bass. Not more. Not any. Not Brady Bronco. Brady. Bro- Should it be Brady Bronco? No, no. no keep no, Brady, no. Bass. Brady Bass. Brady Bass. Yeah. That's yeah. a great name. On, right. Yeah. 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 Anyway. Thank you. Thanks, okay. y'all. Thanks, Thank y'all, for you. listening. Thank and you. Follow making moves. Be sure to make someone's day this week. Peace. Making moves. Out. Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good, and then a bang in the night, and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home, and I can tell you... 
I know how much work it can take. Whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of plan investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com.